BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. lady's work she's in a new movie called the good house in theaters yeah with uh, kevin klein and sigourney weaver beverly d'angelo is joining us welcome welcome beverly hello thank you for calling big fans thanks for phoning the program appreciate it my pleasure we uh we recently lost uh uh Loretta, Loretta, Lynn. Loretta Lynn, and uh, of course, this is coming yeah. up now since you were in Coal Miner's Daughter as Patsy Cline. Yes. Yeah, did you, was, Loretta, was, was Loretta Lynn around the uh, that filming when you guys were yeah, filming the movie? Did she consult? Yeah. Well, oh yeah, absolutely. And I know that Sissy and the the direct, well, the director Michael um, Apted had spent time on tour with her, you know, letting her get to know him. And uh, Sissy had met her, but I didn't meet her till I went down to Nashville to do the pre-record. Okay. Owen Bradley, who'd produced her and Patsy Klein originally, was the uh, soundtrack producer for that film. And as you know, Sissy and I did all our own singing. You did? So when I got to Nashville, I got the word that, you know, I was going to meet Loretta. I was so nervous. Right. And I went to um, these offices that she had at CMA there. And I walked in, and she was there, and, I, and uh, the first thing she said was, well, you don't look like Patsy. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I had had, you know, I'd been, gosh, I'd had a whole life before then, but right. I had lived in Canada and been a singer with Ronnie Hawkins, Rompin' Ronnie Hawkins, who we also lost, lost this year. You sang, with Ronnie, Ronnie, you sang with Ronnie Hawkins and didn't know that. Really? That's incredible, man. That's incredible. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay. And, uh, yeah, I went to the Ronnie Hawkins College of uh, Rock and Roll Knowledge. Okay. But I had done that in Canada. Then I joined a repertory company with a show that was taken to Broadway. And instead of continuing on this trajectory as a singer, you know, the movie business opened to me. It was like mid-'70s, and they were looking for authentics, really. But anyway, so now here we are. It's like 79. Right. And uh, I starred in the film of Hair. I'd been in Every Which Way But Loose. You know, I'd done some acting. But honestly, I was still thinking, oh, I want to be a singer. I want to be a singer. So I meet Loretta. She says, you don't look like Patsy Cline. And I... I uh, I'd been singing for such a long time in right. my life at that time, and I knew that things changed when I opened my mouth. So I said, well, you know, can, can I sing for you? Yeah. And she said, you know, sure. So I, uh, I did, <laughs> this is the truth, I, I did have to turn around because I was so afraid that if I was <laughs> looking directly at her while I was singing, just me and her alone in a room, right. that um, if I saw any ounce of, you know, like, hmm, on her face, I would have just died. But yeah. I sang Walking After Midnight, and I was finished, and she said, well, sure. That'll sure do. Oh. And that was... Did you, did, that oh. was did you try to imitate was, Patsy Cline? Did you sing Crazy? What'd you, what would, what'd you sing for Loretta Lynn? What song? 
I sang Walking After Midnight. Okay, all right, all right. Yeah. Did, you, did you try to and, uh, Go ahead. And so, to answer your question, was she around? She didn't come to the set. You know, she was touring and everything. Yeah, right. Um, but, you know, her hand, her spirit was all over everything. And then uh, when the film came out, you know, she was in, involved with all of that. And it, it, was, uh, it was a wonderful thing for everybody. Uh, a wonderful thing for me, especially, because at that time, you know, uh, people knew, I had actually gotten turned on to Patsy from Ronnie Hawkins. So Patsy Cline was known, but, um, you know, there were no records of hers in release. But she was known, you know, certainly as a singer's singer, but wasn't in the, you know, uh, common denominator of, you know, music at that time. So that movie really did... Um, uh, draw attention to Patsy Cline herself, yeah, you know. Yeah, and yeah. It, it, yeah. it was a great experience for me, and I was really honored to be. And if I recall, that soundtrack won an award, like a CNA, CMA it award, did. did it not? Yeah, it did it? Did yeah. And, so uh, you, did, and you I was a offered little, a. You get a little statue I, then. I have. I got a plaque. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Beverly D'Angelo with us, by the way. I got a couple of plaques. All One right. was from the. I was nominated yeah. in that for the Country Music Awards there. Okay. Did, did you did you hang out with the, did you hang out with the band then? If you knew Ronnie Hawkins. Well, you know, certainly, yeah. When I when I met with Ronnie, you know, the band had gone on, and they were really the band, the band, because I worked with Ronnie from seventy seventy two right. and um, seventy one to seventy sorry seventy one to seventy four. Right. Um, uh, off and on while I was doing uh, anyway. Uh, the the point is that uh, they were always in and out of Toronto. Right. And uh, so, actually, when I met the casting director for Coal Miner's Daughter, you know, having sung with Ronnie was a big part of, of me and, and a big part of my bio. That was really, you know, a... Uh, it was just a big, to this day, and yeah. I was very sad to see him go this year. It was a big part of my life and my, my kind of, I don't know, the things that you identify that tell you who you are. Yeah. And uh, uh, certainly he was an introduction to showbiz, if you want to, you know, he was a showman. But yeah, they were always in and out. And so when I met with the um, casting director for Coal Miner's Daughter and brought that up, there had just been a fantastic documentary called The Last Waltz. Exactly, yeah. The Last Waltz. I know. Yeah, I love that movie. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's the band's last, the band's last show brought, in San Francisco. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, they, they brought uh, Levon in for the coal miner himself. He, Levon Helm, the drummer for the band, played... Uh, Sissy's um, dad. That's right. That's oh, yes, right. He did. Oh, yeah. man. That's been so long. <laughs> I, I want to go back. I can rewatch that movie. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Have you heard you can listen to your favorite news podcasts ad free? 
Good news. With Amazon Music, you have access to the largest catalog of ad-free top podcasts included with your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts. That's amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Beverly D'Angelo with us. So the movie's called The Good House. Yeah, let's fast Kevin. forward a bit Yeah, what, and uh, talk about this movie. Give us a quick synopsis of this movie. Well, you know, I have to be honest. I'm all for truth in advertising. I just have a little teeny, teeny, tiny, okay. teeny, teeny, right. tiny part. Okay. But I'll tell you what I can speak to. Sure. And, and what I love doing because Sigourney Weaver is one of our greatest actresses. Right. And um, uh, part of her true artistry is, you know, she's not a big blower of her own horn. Mm-hmm. But I witnessed the way that she worked and her intention and this, you know, was part of this movie that's just a stunning, stunning performance. It's about the good house. Is Sigourney plays a character whose last name is Good, and you find out that, that way, way back her great-great-great-great-grandmother was a witch in, the, in this small town. Okay. That, yeah. That we're shooting that, that that the story takes place of, but we find her at around the eight at the age of seventy, um, uh, and it's kind of a memory piece where it's a very interesting film. She talks to the camera and kind of explains what's going on, but it's a memory piece, and she talks about you know what her recent past was, which begins with an intervention by her family for alcoholism as she tries to really. Uh, uh, get her business back on track after her husband has left her for a man and okay. business is no good and she's got a arch competitor and she's dealing with alcoholism. Ultimately, she she gets a hold of herself after a couple of stumbles and we watch the, the movies about those stumbles and about that striving and she reconnects with the boy she was in love with who uh, looks like he was just, you know, the poor boy who's, you know, working in a junkyard and doing construction. But it turns out that she finds love, too. So the movie itself is really a tribute to, uh, you know, a a woman at at a late stage in her life, you know, correcting her path and uh, sailing, uh, sailing into the sunset with all good, things happening. Shouldn't die. I didn't mean it like that. Okay. <laughs> Beverly D'Angelo. <laughs> no. Beverly, real quick, we can't we be very much. better not say it that way. No, but, uh, yeah, so I, I would, boy, I had, the, you know that expression, the catbird seat? Yes. Yes. You saw it. You ever okay. heard that? All right, yes. You, do, do you know that expression? Yes, yes. I'm familiar. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, I'm from Ohio, and and when when you're sitting in the catbird seat, that means that you're way up on that tractor, and you can see everything, and you're all in control. And so, I uh, I was certainly in the catbird seat for the filming of the Good House, and uh, really got to witness, you know, stunning. Have uh, one, 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 one more quick question, Beverly. We were remiss if we didn't mention this. I want to ask you real quickly: Did you know when you were doing the very first vacation movie that it would just uh, all those, no. all, all those, all those would be would, would make generations happy? Nope, nope, nope. I didn't even want to do the first one. Oh, really? It was, uh, yeah. Coal Miner's Daughter had just come out. I'd right. done another movie. I didn't really know whether I was what what my path was going to be. I thought, am I going to be a singer? Am I going to be a dramatic actress? Am I going to be a comedic actress? I'd gotten an Emmy nomination for doing Streetcar Named Desire. Right. Blah, 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 blah. But I was married to an Italian duke at the time. Oh. 
Yes. He read the script and he said, but Beverly, this is hilarious. Look at the cousin, Eddie. He's hysterical. <laughs> <laughs> so that was like really a home movie. But you know what? I got to tell you something. And maybe we'll meet back again because yeah. I'm doing a couple things now that are going to come out this year on December 2nd. I'm in a fabulous film called Violent Night. Okay. The trailer oh, just dropped. I've seen the trailer. Right. Looks interesting. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, it's going to be fun. And then right now, I'm flying back and forth to uh, Atlanta from uh, my home base in Los Angeles with a really nice recurring role in a television series that's going to come out on CBS in the spring called True Lies. Okay. And okay. it's based on the uh, Schwarzenegger film, and that's it's it's a. a, a it's our own show, but that's the premise, that it's a mild-mannered, you know, suburban couple who are actually deep in yeah. international yeah. espionage. Beverly D'Angelo, you've been great. Thanks for the stories. Yeah, we the appreciate next time it. we talk, can yeah. you set aside like like an hour? Yes. I find you fascinating. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I want to learn how you met uh, an Italian duke. Yeah, exactly. So, oh, yeah, it's all in there. Who, all right. Who, th who thought <laughs> Cousin Eddie was funny. Thank you, bud. Let's talk thank, again thank, soon. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thank you for your time. <laughs> All right, good luck. Cousin Eddie is funny. All right. I was really hoping she was going to say the CBS show was So Help Me Todd. Apparently <laughs> <laughs> that did well in the ratings, right? Did it? Somebody I think said, it premiered this week. Yeah, it was like the uh, it was like the top rated news series in CBS, oh my god. Comedy it was series. on I had the the guide up last What's night. It about? It, I don't know. It was an hour long and I was like, ooh. <laughs> That's I, a I lot. believe I read like Marsha Gay Harden's a lawyer That's and a Todd's her son and he's like down on his luck and the law firm. What's an hour? Law firm hires him to be like an that investigator for the law firm. Oh, so it's not just straight out comedy. I don't know. If it's an hour yeah. long, it wouldn't be a comedy. Not I mean, on a network. No. Can it be? Can it be serious with a guy named Todd? And I it? haven't heard Probably any uh, good sound clips out of there. Like stop being such a jackass, Todd. So right. they must not have any dialogue like that. Yeah, I already would have heard about it wonder, by now. Where we get one of those clips? Of I would have watched it if it was like three show. minutes long. Yeah, you're right. I'm on the show called So Help Me, Todd. We we would have lost. <laughs> yeah. It. yeah, she would have been like, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's great. Hi. Yeah. Hi. And she knew yeah. she knew Randy Quaid before he went completely bonkers. I know. Yeah. She did. I wonder if she I wonder if you I wonder if the she guy did, the people working with him hung saw out with the band, man. Well, if she if they saw the Randy Quaid going nuts thing coming down the pipe. Like, yeah, he's got that yeah. tendency to just go completely whack a doodle. Yeah. That's why we need more than one segment with her. Yeah. Next time. Yeah. Oh, she would have went there. Oh, too. yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. She's got a lot to say. Yeah. yeah. Apparently. Yeah. Yeah, yeah there was a. I think I love, there was. I, love, I just pictured an Italian Duke reading uh, and, and reading the the script and saying this cousin Eddie thing is funny. You should probably take this role. When he said that, <laughs> it's full. <laughs> it's full. Well, that was until the third one. She, yeah, she yeah, was that, reading the script of the Christmas. first one. That's right. That was the first right. one. That's yeah. Christmas vacation. When they were just the stop off in oh, Kansas. But I guarantee yeah. you, when Eddie delivered that line, the Italian Duke was howling. Oh yeah, because he was hooked. On the if he was oh, still in her life, they're still around. They yeah. probably went together. If she oh, really yeah. banged Wayne Newton. Maybe he couldn't watch anymore because, you know, he was pining for her. I just can't no, watch no. that Vacation 3. We haven't Googled uh, who the Italian Duke was. But that's also that movie, that show we're watching now on Hulu. She was married to like a, a oh, Duke yeah. or something like that. Of some, like, now, yeah. like fake Nordic yeah, country. Yeah, exactly right. Uh, <laughs> I love that they, when she, when the, it's reboot is the, is the series, right, but when she fun. comes in, you know, they're calling me clown whore. <laughs> that means clown whore. I know! <laughs>
<laughs> Whose character is that? That's uh, Judy, Judy, Judy Greer. Greer. Yeah. 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 He was married to like, some Nordic duke That's for a while. Right. You're listening to the Todd and Tyler Radio Empire. Some people just know the best rate for you is a rate based on you with Allstate. Not one based on the driver who treats the highway like a racetrack and the shoulder like a passing lane. Why pay a rate based on anyone else? Get one based on you with DriveWise from Allstate. Not available in Alaska or California. Subject to terms and conditions. Rates are determined by several factors, which vary by state. In some states, participation in DriveWise allows Allstate to use your driving data for purposes of rating. While in some states, your rate could increase with high-risk driving. Generally, safer drivers will save with DriveWise. Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates North Park, Illinois.